Um, here we're doing a podcast live from Murder Inc. Uh, so I'm actually doing a tattoo. Well, I interview somebody about this. Uh, so uh, getting into detox and treatment in downtown Portland or Portland period um, it seems to be an issue. She said she can't. She's cleaning the bathroom right now, but do you want me to look for your glasses? Yeah, I need to have another pair of my glasses. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to interview um, who I'm going to call Mr. X. You need to be identified. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mr. X is going to let me talk to him about it. He's been trying to get into treatment for a while. Um, and it's been, like, a struggle for him every day. It's like one thing or another. another ro- so many robots and... Feels so like, you know, one place told me I had to have a fresh arrest, you know, and other places I'd be on drugs. What? Perfect. So, I'm going to get Mr. X here in the studio. Mr. X, say what's up. What's going on? I can change your voice. Yeah. Is there any way I can bypass this foot pedal? Because it's fucking stupid. Is there another foot pedal? Oh, dude, that, that's the only one I can fucking find. I guess I know, it's stupid. He's got a screw. Yeah, so I gotta sit here and fucking... Yeah, see, it only works when it wants to. I am not happy about it. Okay, so I'm gonna, like... So, let's talk about So, how long have you been trying to get in the treatment? Talk about that. Mr. X. Two days or something? Two days? It's been longer than that. No. You mean actually physically trying to get it? You haven't thought about it? Or? Maybe three days or something like that. That's a But I've been clean for like six days. Okay. That's Maybe that's what I'm aware of is you been clean for six days, I guess. I think I slept for you like... You said you were going to get into treatment, I guess. Maybe I said when you started saying you were going to get into it is when I started clock. So Yeah, I guess you're right. So I started saying I was going to try and find you, but then I slept for like three fucking days. Right? Because you came off some drugs. Yeah. Um, and you, you do drugs like downtown Portland? Uh, I just do drugs. I mean, what do you mean? You don't care where you're at? I mean, I don't I know. Don't I give just, a fuck. I'll do drugs in your mom's fucking, yeah, I, I do drugs anyway. Well, my mom's house, you're grounded. No, anyways, so I get it. Yeah. Not anymore, but I did. Well, know? I was just saying Portland because, you know, I'm, I'm downtown and it's like, see it all the time. Seen somebody the other, just three days ago. Uh, trying to do a shot of, I don't know what kind of drug, heroin or meth, but he had a needle in his arm and he's just like, oh, I'm not like that about it, dog. Well, I'm not saying, I already know what you're about to say. I'm not saying you are about it. Flagging like, four different spots, hanging over a blanket. Well, yeah. I don't know, the guy just had the, the syringe hanging out of his arm um, up on his, uh, across the street here in this, on the um, concrete wall. It's like, you know, I'm just I just do a little bit of drugs on my nose. And there's a school across the way, you know, whatever. I just like, I don't know, I just, so, I'm just saying, hopefully if this guy wants to get into detox, he can make it quick and simple, because he didn't care. He was seeing him doing the drugs. Uh, I guess um, drugs are decriminalized in Portland. The thing is, though, like, I'm coherent. I'm, like, able to, I would hope that I'm able to find a place to eat. It's almost impossible, dude. So, so you try to, so you went to Central City Concerns, they told you you had to have a new criminal record? Yeah, I haven't had any criminal trespasses in the last what 10 years or something like that and so that's too long if it's past five years or something they said that you're, you're fucking gonna burn yeah. oh, so, you have to, so you've been out of trouble for a long time yeah and you can't get no help because I'm not in trouble yet because you're not in trouble 
Because uh, I like don't get high. So, and so it's wrong. like you're not a threat to the society and you're not a priority. Yeah. So, but I actually still need help, just not that. I actually know Mr. X a little bit. And he's definitely a, <laughs> can, be, <laughs> can be quite the character on drugs. <laughs> Seen him around town. Seen him being very uh, outspoken about things uh, you know I think that it would do our community good to get this guy into treatment and, um, that's just my opinion I'm glad that he wants to get into treatment a lot of people um, it takes a lot of courage I'm, I'm going to commend you on your courage uh, you know it takes a lot to, to make the effort and then to stay sober after being turned down from programs that you thought you know that were available you think that the community is going to support you on but you don't really do you feel like you have community support the fuck no. The fuck no? Yeah, okay, that's pretty serious, yeah. Um, so... I feel like the community, I feel like I get more support from the people that see me when I'm like in my bad state after a long binge and I'm like fucked off, I'm just laying at the bus stop all soaked in the rain, upset about my life. The people that look at me give me more, you know what I mean? Than the actual... So, then the program's available for yeah. people that need it. Yeah, totally. So, you think that the people that need it are getting it, or... or no, do you think fuck that, it. definitely not. Absolutely. So some people are getting treatment, others aren't. So the people are getting treatment are like... Wait, they have money or they've been to jail. Money or been to jail, okay. Which equals money in the end, anyway. Okay, we're not going to be political. Well, I guess we have to be a little political about this. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about um, making a grassroots effort with my buddy Peter Moss, uh, who owns Jim, uh, who's an outspoken... Uh, very outspoken. Very outspoken. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, but he uh, he uh, has an alcohol problem, and his, I don't think he does drugs of any kind. But he might. I don't know. I know that he used to. He used to be big on like opiates. Oh, is that okay? A long time. So ago. yeah, a lot of times I overlook opiates. Um, I consider opiates heroin, but I forget that there's pills that um, are definitely opiate derivatives or whatever. Um, that also addict people. Yeah. Like, I guess fentanyl is out of control right now. People are dying from it. It's everywhere. And you remember back in the day it was Vicodins? You remember that? Way back in the fucking like, the 90s? Well, no, I guess. But it wasn't as big of a deal. But that's the that's the train that he's kind of was on, was the Vicodin train. Okay. Yeah, I never, uh, I never, so that's probably my problem. I never, was, they never appealed to me, so I never really. I never liked him either. It was like a Tylenol. I was like, ah, oh, those are good. Anyway. No offense to gay people, I didn't mean it like that. Right. Those are lame, is all I'm saying. What about the lame people? They need a wheelchair. Dude. Don't you think they're, not, they're <laughs> upset about you? Um, I don't know, you have to test. I don't know. Oh, they'd, they'd be upset if they caught me on the wrong day, that's for damn sure, yeah. Okay. The lame people? Like any of them, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. So, what if you were clean and sober? Would that be a difference? Fuck yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'm a good dude. I just I gave a blind lady my seat today because she was cold. You see, at where? At, uh, just at the thing I was at. What area, uh, Mr. X? I know you call me Mr. X, but anybody listening is going to know who I am. Well, that's, that's just not everybody. Sure. Right? You, want, you, want to, you want to be Mr. X, you want to tell us your real name? I mean, it's too late to even tell you my real name now, but I'd rather not go into the whole... I was just at a place... The reason I'm saying Mr. X where is to, I to respect your uh, confidentiality. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm calling you Mr. X. If at any point you want to um, tell us your name, that's fine. But, no, I don't. Okay, so I don't blame you. I probably wouldn't either. Um, but uh, so, you gave your lineup at some social service place. 
Yeah, that's we'll just call it that. Yeah, the social service place um, where other people like me were looking for help. And you gave it up to a blind lady. Yeah, and nobody else did. Nobody else did. Nobody even batted an eye. It's like the line was out the door waiting in the cold. Yeah. Okay, it's cold out right now. It's another thing too. Afterwards, I thought to myself that it was kind of awkward that she found her way through the door with no stick on her own. Oh. But I, you know, I didn't think anything of it. So she wasn't really blind. She, <laughs> she wasn't really blind. The guy came out after he's like, dude, that was really commendable and, and awesome what you did in there. That lady's not blind. She does that every single day. <laughs> what did she say? I'm blind? Yeah, she goes, I'm blind and it's cold. And she started shivering. And I was like, Oh, dude, I've seen that lady somewhere. She has like glassy eyes. Yeah, bro. That was it for me. I was like, I'm sold. This lady needs a seat. <laughs> yeah, she does have like a glassy eye, though, and like a scar over one of her. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. She's banging on that same shtick, bro. Okay. I thought she was blind, and I just felt bad one time I couldn't help her because I so caught up in my own bullshit that I didn't want to hear any of her shit. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't, she's a liar. Right? I'm glad you didn't. a liar. <clears throat> I think I did give her something, actually. Yeah, it's hard not to. She's got that fucking thing going Dude, I think, I, was, I think she's out in front of Target, and I think I gave her some money. She's fucking super. I'd be surprised if you didn't, dude. Yeah. <laughs> she's super depressing. She's really um, persistent too, right? Oh, hell yeah. She wasn't giving up. But I'm cold. Yeah, but it, so is everyone else. Yeah, but I'm blind. That's neither here nor... But I'm cold. So I'm you fine. should see how cold it is. Right? She was just cycling through him and I was just like, you know, I I kind of I bought into him. She fucking zeroed in on you? No, she, I, she just... I think she knows there's at least one of us in a room of 10. So she's... Okay. So you know she's what I'm saying? Just, she's just addressing the room? Yeah. And you were like Captain Save Ho? I just can't, I, yeah, I mean, since I'm I was not, a kid. You never said like Save Ho, fucking. I just can't watch somebody who I think is like physically beneath me suffer and not want to do something about it. Just personally, I just can't do it. Really? Fuck no, it's hard for me, really. What physically beneath you? You see me suffer all the time. Shut up. I've seen this dude fight off an MMA fighter, just so everybody else knows, from a Who's sleeping that? position. Uh, we'll call him Mr. X. Okay, did I? From a sleeping position, yeah, you did. Okay. You got fired from here at one point. You used to work here. Just like, oh, that, okay. Yeah. Those were good. That was fucking hilarious. That's right. That was a good one. <laughs> he didn't even why. Like, he was trying to. I'm not going to get into it, but it was funny. It was hilarious. Mark was trying to sleep, and this dude was not letting him. Kept trying to fucking fight him, kept trying to fight him. Finally, Mark stood up to the dude choking him and then flips him into a wall. And then, like, that was pretty much it. That was all she wrote, pretty much. Yeah. All right. And I'm going, oh, stop you guys, stop. It was one of those. It's nice of you to stop that. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I just kind of, to be honest, I kind of wanted to see what happened. I just was curious, because... Dance Kung Fu, but um, shit was hilarious. I can actually show you all that shit. But the thing is, with your attitude. So I, I yeah, anyway, we won't talk about that. So get into detox. Try to get into detox, right? Yeah, I'm supposed to be going to a place right now, but I freaking you're up your seat, right? Yeah, my seat. Oh wait, no, it's a different place, right? So I like, kind of gave up my seat to come see what's So you went, here. went to some other place and you made an appointment. And we're talking mental health issues. We're talking 
Um, Severe mental health issues, actually, like homelessness, shit. homelessness, um, drug addiction, or not really drug, just overwhelming chemical dependence. I guess overwhelming need for violence that like I seriously can't. Well, talking about like your chemical dependence. Oh, your mental health issues. Yeah. What do they call that? I have no idea. An overwhelming need for violence. Yeah, it's like a okay. propensity to like take that over any other option that there is on the table for some reason every time. And that's called. Uh, um, I think it's it's almost called like I could almost akin it to like spoiled, like being spoiled or something like. Okay, so. Or like this is the thing that makes the thing stop, so I'm gonna do this thing and I'm gonna get what I want, type of thing. You know what I mean? So that's program response. Yeah. Um, how the violence gets you what you want. Yeah, it makes whatever I want stop, stop. Yeah, with me. I mean, kind of, yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. No, because we haven't died, because I would never go down that road with you, Mark. Um, violence or threats of violence? Usually, threats of violence can get you what you want. Most people, uh, the threat of violence, they make them... Not always, I mean, actually, pretty often not. Really? Oh, fuck, there's somebody who's down to step up to you, fuck yeah. Oh, some tough guy. Goddamn, it's mixed martial arts and the fucking, all that shit on TV is just ruining the world. Everyone's, everyone's a tough guy now. Or a tough girl, man. I fucking had tons of chicks like, you know what I mean? You're just like, whoa, never mind. Hell no, I'm not that dude. Ow, my body. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into detox, do you think that, um, so what do you got to do to get into detox? Just be persistent as fuck. You got to be so super. So say someone out there is, um, Want to get clean and sober, and you're like, it's not like a point you can't you like. You can't just go and go in there, right? Hell no! You got to go to a couple different places to find a place that might take a place that might play. You know what I mean? It's like insane. I had to go to. Do they interview you, take your ID, they ask you questions. Or? So they <clears throat> interviewed me, asked me if I had an ID. I said no, I don't have an ID. This was at the TPI, the Transitional Housing Project, down right. in the slums, dog. Like I never seen it like this. It's pretty bad down there, dude. There's like fucking, it's bad. That's all I'm gonna say. But like, you go into the door and it's fucking freezing. Like I was like, I remember I like when I fucking finally was like with it enough to be like, you know, where the fuck am I at or whatever. Like done being angry because uh, anger's kind of like a drug to me when I get that angry. You know what I mean? Uh, the drone rush and the whole. I don't know. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, I guess. But I don't want to talk too much about that. But like, I, once that was all over and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, here I am. I'm in the middle of the, of the fucking city at like three in the morning, soaked in rain, step standing in like pretty much in a puddle of water with all these fucking other homeless guys, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta immediately. I was like, I've got to do something to stop this. This sucks. Stop the insanity. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the insanity, the moisture. So, <laughs> so you say you hit rock bottom? Fucking hard, yeah, totally. And you just wanted to like change your lifestyle because you're doing drugs, you're not going nowhere. Or... I wanted to change it for a while, but I just feel like the people I've been hanging out with and the way that the, the things that I've been doing, it's like, it's, I could go on forever that way until it was, until the day was done and I, I just, just wouldn't get, I wouldn't get anywhere. And I'm not getting them anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not helping anybody out. It's not, it's not doing anybody any favors. The only people that are barely hanging on are like a couple of friends I have left who know who I was and who I can be. But, you know what I mean? It's like, am I, trying to use them that, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to drive it that hard into the ground until they fucking hate me and don't want me around anymore, you know? Right. So it's like, I, I just, I really want to get my shit together. Two times a day with you. Fuck you, dude. I swear to God, dude. That's the way I push my buttons. But, um, you push my buttons too, Mark, but we're not going to go into that. Okay. No, we're not using names. My name's Mr. X. But it's your podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> I still want to be Mr. X. That sounds cool. All right, Mr. X. Mr. X. So, mm, but anyway, yeah, so I, then I, I, I like, got this like I got I'm, I'm going into detail with Alex as far as the Yoshi from the very first one. Cool spot. You like it? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Anyway, so answering the question that you asked me. Uh, Getting into detox. What's the fucking process? How does it happen? What's going to... What would, what would make, you know, so you, you say it's next to impossible. You know, you got, it's got to be time. You got to get up early in the morning waiting in line. And, you know, it's like, then they don't take you if you're not going. You want to be, you want to be there. They give you a U.S. if there's drugs in your system, right? No. They don't? No. When you have drugs in your system? I mean, they don't give a shit at first as long as, I mean, I'm not sure. I guess so I, didn't, I didn't really get that far. Because I, I haven't gone into the place yet, this Blanchett house yet. Blanchett house? Yeah, see if I, if I was to continue my, I'm almost over it, actually. I'm getting that thing, that thing's happening. I'm starting to be frustrated. I, don't, I can't pinpoint why, but there's a thing that's making me frustrated right now. And I'm mm -hmm. feeling it. What would you say mm -hmm. that might be from? Because I honestly have no idea. I, don't, I think I can't it's even uh, maybe some anxiety from uh, wanting to just um, be, you know, you got to go through a bunch of stuff. And it's going to be annoying sometimes. It's, you know, it's just like you're impatient. You just want to be there now. You want to pass through all that stuff you, you want to do. Okay. Oh, hold on, I gotta take this call. This is D-Rank. Jennifer, not Aniston, but I mean, does it really matter? 
doesn't really know. It's just uh, Jennifer from, I want to say Jennifer Lawrence, maybe, is her name or something. No, no, no. But she's in the movie Requiem for a Dream. She's the lead casting female. Okay. But, uh, um, yeah, no, that's a movie about a heroin addiction and how fucked up it is. It's a super good movie that starts from the earliest peak of someone's addiction and their relationship and the relationships of those people and their people around them. And then goes straight into the worst part of it, the darkest, nastiest, most fucked up shit about addiction. That's a good, it's like a train spotting type movie. I think it's a transplanting or it's totally like that. What about a thousand little pieces? You read that book? Connolly, gosh damn it. Yeah, she got it, she got it. Jennifer Connolly? Jennifer Connolly. She showed it to you? Oh, a, a traditionally beautiful woman, I might add. With all oh, that weird Connelly? sexy guy stuff aside. Any girl with the last name Connolly has gotta be beautiful. Hilarious. His girlfriend's name's Connolly. So yeah, she looks a beautiful girl. No shame, Spud. No shame in my game, let's just keep it real. Nor should Debbie. Stop doing that. Okay, sorry. No, listen. Things are clear them up. All right, Shams. Kinda, yeah. But see, now that we've, to we've totally cascaded, I feel like I it needs to be me that directs my, when I start feeling that feeling, I needed to direct my attention elsewhere. For even just a, maybe 0.5 seconds or something. And it'll totally ruin, It'll take away that thing, that anger thing. Okay, that's good. So you're learning personally to, to deal with it. Yeah, I'm trying you know. to figure out other ways to deal with that shit. Let me ask you this. Do you, are you discouraged at all about this getting the treatment thing? Or? Fuck no. You're not? So you're still all about it? And it's hard. It's going to be hard as fuck, but I think that anything worth having is something you work your ass off for. That's such a great saying. Um, that's so true, too. You appreciate shit that you work for. They're just handed you your recovery from addiction. You'd be a fucking right. Okay, three days clean here. You're yeah, good. <laughs> good luck in the. Oh, he's back. Don't worry Shit. about a thing. You get gotta... rid of this fucking guy. Just go to a couple meetings. You'll be fine. <laughs> think about meetings. Yeah. Think about uh, AA meetings and NA meetings. And... So maybe that. Even though I know it's not true, maybe there's the like. That's the like dark part of the reality of it, that you have to work so hard to get it that maybe that's how it needs to be, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Otherwise you wouldn't get it. It's one of those weird catch-22 motherfuckers. Well, I can't stand these. Um, so I think, and I always disrupt them, I start getting, the class clowns kicks in or whatever, and I just feel bad because- You are funny! There's people there that really got, so some people really benefit from me, I just, um, I don't know. I know I do for the first month or two, and it's, not a meaning guy. I don't know. I want to go to Crown versus Criminals Anonymous, which is definitely different than. It's kind of the same, but yet different. It's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. It's like the t shirts. It's like Criminals Anonymous. <laughs> right. I can't help it when I see a thing. I gotta, that's right. I got to do it the other way. What? <laughs> I only feel right when I'm doing wrong. That's a good song by Jelly Roll. If anybody has heard of Jelly Roll? I think they so on the note of meetings, uh, the only thing that I, the thing that I do enjoy about it is that like I'm a dude who can't just like motherfuckers can't just meet me and want to kick it. You know, I'm just a strange dude, and it's hard for me to want to mesh with people like that too. You know what I mean? It's very very seldom that I run into people like you know yourself, Mark, or other people that we know that I can can mesh with and stuff. Going to an AA meeting is like fucking. It gives me that outlet of, of needing to, to be around people that are kind of like me, even though these guys are, I'm going to be really honest with you, 
I'm not gonna say that on, on the fucking podcast, actually, because that will fuck our whole reputation. Never mind. Uh, okay. But wow, I was gonna want. That's great. <laughs> no, I want to know. Everybody else wants to know. They're kind of lames, dude. They're kind of like you know. They're like kind of like Bogarty of their sobriety and their. Oh like, no! Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. actually. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of up their own ass, dude. Super treatment. That's like my son's mother. She like got clean for like a couple months. Coming Super out, up there. Coming out of jail. I was a piece of shit. I just couldn't go to meetings or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I had to be on drugs or whatever. Everyone's got the NA tattoo on the back of their neck. It's just right? like fucking come on. We got the sobriety date tattoo on. Yeah. How many times we got to talk to people? We drink like, real coffee. Fucking shut up. How many times we got to talk to people about <laughs> getting the sobriety date tattoo on? Oh God. For real, because you're gonna fuck that one up at least twice, and if you haven't, you're gonna. Yeah. I, but you, you know, you really want it, I guess. I don't know, I'm stop you. I'm gonna ask your client really quick. Is this help? Is is paying attention to us? Does it help with the tattoo paint at all, or does it do nothing? Hey, fine. Girl, that's right. You guys are mutants, by the way. <laughs> Girls don't fucking. They don't waver. It's bizarre. <laughs> guys, I've seen him pass out. I've seen one of one threaten to pee his pants. I've seen a lot of, of weak dudes, but I've never seen a weak chick as far as well. I've heard a bitch, but I haven't like. That was just. It was, I'm sorry, Avery, I gotta give you up, dude. It was just Avery. And that was after four and a half hours. <laughs> we did the first session, which is six hours. Yeah, it's insane. I give up for like three. I'm like, fuck this. You guys are weird. Fucking poke me to the fork, I'm done. Straight <laughs> up. Poke me to the fork, I'm done. I think it's a fork in it. Ah, whatever. I like how you, whatever you do, though. You kind of make it on. I just am not sticking in here. He's a professional. I'm just kidding, that shit happens. It's the, needle annoying, that. the needle came out of the tip of the thing. It's, it's a annoying. super expensive needle. Um, you know, I use, I and mean, isn't that know, a bishop you're using too? It's a super bishop, expensive. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a bishop. Which, it's a vintage bishop. But uh, yeah. But yeah, super expensive equipment. Just, the needle tip just flew out of the tip. That's all She's like, what the hell? I caught it with my left hand like it's like everyday thing. Um, you hear the rap music in the background? My girlfriend cleaning the bathroom? I've been there for a while, I've um, After this little light shade, I'm going to take a little break and go. That's because I keep hitting on my finger. I actually watched it that time, too. I was going to say that, but you already said it. So. That's what you hit on my finger? Yeah. That shouldn't still be an issue. Also, attack. you gotta be careful being like someone's underling or like student or whatever, like telling them any kind of shit. You just kind of like, yeah, no, that was fucked. Even though it wasn't fucked, you just kind of say it. Because it's, it's just a thing. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see what this was from. I made that all up. That's not true. I yeah, tell I you guys trying to figure out what the hell that even means. I fucking tell you, like, it's, it's like I was saying you cover up some shits to make your teacher feel better. But I don't do that at all, do I? I don't know. Am I your teacher? I feel like, yeah, you're kind of like my fucking, like you're like my fucking dad, dude. It's fucking like weird. Dad, <laughs> I totally told you do not tattoo. But do you, does he do what I say now? He's a bad kid. He needs to go to jail. <laughs> he, needs to go to, he needs to go to military school. Maybe they'll teach me how to tattoo there. In jail you can learn how to tattoo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fuck up a tattoo there and see what happens. Yeah. Done it. I'm done. <clears throat> Except it was county jail, it doesn't really count. County didn't get rid of it.
Yeah. So, so getting into detox is a trick. I think if you just get right into detox, it'd be better. More of a streamlined uh, process. I think that it would honestly help a lot more people if it was easier. You think a lot of people get discouraged? How many people you heard of it? Um, don't follow through. When Fuck, it's, it's countless, bro. It's like, so I've seen it too. So countless, bro. The amount of people that are out there just fucking hopeless and they can't do it because it just needs to be accessible. It doesn't need to be easy. Like, like they need to have steps to get into these places, but they need to be able to get God. They need, we need more beds. We need more places that are trying to do the thing. You know what I mean? We need places that are like, you can fuck up here and there. We need like, we need places that keep people coming back because it's not, what we got right now ain't working. Go outside, anyone who lives downtown in Portland like I do and like Mark does, go outside and look around in a 360. And the amount of times you count someone who's dying from drug use, fucking write that shit down and remember that shit. Do it again the next day and see how many, because it'll. it's only getting bigger, it's not getting smaller. And I've noticed it from the time that I moved to downtown Portland, from fucking wherever the fuck I was at, to now, it's getting way worse, man, with these fucking blue pills, the, the fentanyl stuff. It's bad, bad. Out there. Really bad out there. There's tents outside the shop right now with people doing drugs in them. And I'm really? sorry, it just pisses me off a little bit. I thought they were just having orgies. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> it does, though. It makes me, doesn't it make you mad a little bit? That it's like they can't, those, those people probably would. It, Makes me sad more so much, but yeah, I'm mad too, yeah. We can cut those numbers in half at least. Yeah, there'd be so many more people that'd be like being being successful. But um, the system somehow like overlooks that. They overlook the fact that this is not working. But goddammit, if you don't pay your parking tickets. Oh yeah. (laughs) Parking tickets? That's serious shit right now. You towed my buddy's car the other day. Towed my car. Yeah. Fucking hey, your dad, my other buddy. Two cars got towed by the city. Two of mine alone have been towed by the city, too. You know who's so towed? Have you ever had any fingered? Huh? <laughs> <No? laughs> said you towed. Never had, you never got fingered? You never had your car fingered before? No, so you're doing no, it wrong, bro. Ha ha ha. I'm a bad person who's a tell with jokes. I took part of them. I apologize. Not good job. I mean, I'm watching you tattoo this shit, and it's hurting me, and she's just kicking me. She doesn't give a fuck. You have children? You will, and you won't give a fuck. You okay, I'm gonna take a break. So, you think the uh, city can use some funding for Damn, detox? Damn, I've tattooed that part of my leg too, and it hurts like a motherfucker. You're crazy. No, it does it? Does it? Does it? That shit hurts. Yeah, we've been out here 31 minutes talking about this uh, detox shit. So I, I, I was just, I'm just uh, upset because right now, if I, you know, if I wanted to go to detox, there's a poor white American, or what doesn't matter the color, or that, I just said that, but um, there's a poor American or a poor Portlander, um, if I wanted to clean up off drugs or whatever, I have no avenue because I can't just go, you can get lucky, some people do get lucky though, right? Oh, fuck yeah. So they go and wait early in the morning and... Why do you gotta wait early but in the morning? Why don't you wait in the afternoon to check them in? Nobody's waking up in the morning. That's how they get you. Um, it's also some of these people know people. Yeah? yeah? Like that place you're talking about, Boulevard. I guarantee you that they gotta know somebody. Do you check into that? Did you write a I message? Okay. Thank you. Actually, thank you, Eric, for reminding me. Fuck, I just said my name. I'm gonna go take a quick bite. I'm gonna end this podcast saying, uh,
Anybody that wants to um, join a grassroots movement of opening up more detox centers that are more accessible, um, I think we got good treatment facilities. I think just getting to them from the detox is the problem. So are you going to be okay for a minute? Yep. Do you need anything? No, okay. okay, I'm tattooing while I do this interview. So yeah, more uh, detox facilities for Portland, Oregon. Thank you.